All right, people, let's do this one last time. This is the way. Who am I? I am Iron Man. Romamu, I've come to bargain. We know each other. He's a friend from work. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Beware my power. Green Lantern's life. That is America's ass. Language. Hey, you know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I am inevitable. Stop right there. I'm in. Welcome, everybody, back to the Flavor of the Geek podcast, where we talk about all things geek. My name is Matthew. This is episode 71, and I'm joined today, as always, by my brother, Stephen Reyes. How are you doing today, Stephen? Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing very well today, Matthew. How are you doing today? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm doing great as well. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. We're here to talk geek stuff, or geek... Yeah, geek stuff, I guess. Yeah, so uh how, how you been what's going on this week uh let's see so this week has been it's been a good week it's been a productive week at, at uh in in trade school i um i made a uh a toolbox actually Ooh. we uh made a toolbox from scratch and um the the teacher said we had free reign on how we we did our toolbox but it was a 24 inch long uh toolbox probably like a right. nine or ten inch wide uh, toolbox that we could do whatever we wanted to. We put a handle on it. We can travel around with it, and uh, that went well. That that was really good. Everyone everyone had a lot of fun nice. doing it. Um, on the side of that, I put some like compartments in the uh, toolbox for like my tape measure, like a tape measure holder. I have a uh, a uh, a level holder, one that like will stay in place. We'll keep the, the level stay in place, but you can also grab onto the level whenever you want to without like, in, anything interfering. It just keeps it mm-hmm. in a certain spot. I have a compartment for um, almost all of my tools. They made a whole bunch of different compartments for my toolbox, and my my teacher was like, "Okay, I know you like <laughs> compartments. It it shows, but I think you should just let it be as is." Because you can't, ha- you shouldn't have that many <laughs> compartments. Because then where are you gonna put the rest of your tools? I'm like, that's a good point. I just like to organize a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it's been going well. That's and then funny. my teacher has also he's uh, relied on me for a couple of different uh, side projects. So a couple of guys on the on the uh, in in the uh, on the site or somewhere I don't even know. It was one of his friends. They asked for a. Um, like a, a 48 inch wide uh, step, like a step that you can mm-hmm. t- use to get into a shed. Uh, so I ended up making that today after I finished my my toolbox project. Um, my my teacher said, "I if you if you're free, I, I would like for you to do this." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." And it gives me more experience with framing, so I might as well do it. I did some, I did that. We gave it to them. The guy liked it, and then. Last week, I don't remember. I don't remember if I mentioned this, but last week, I worked on another project. It was building a, uh, I guess a, uh, a a desk drawer for somebody. They oh. wanted it to be like a, like a very very high in depth, probably like twelve inches or thirteen or so inches high, and maybe like twenty inches long and something like that. But they, they wanted to put like paper and books and other stuff in this compartment, so they wanted to make sure it was steady. So, so Schmidt, my teacher, he ended up having me do it, and uh, I gave it to the guy. He liked it, so making some progress. It was nice. That's awesome. Glad yeah. you glad you like it. Glad you're having fun with it. <laughs> oh yeah, so much fun. Cool, cool. My week, my week's just been work. It's been boring. Um, I don't think anything <laughs> eventful's happened. But uh, yeah, so. Everything is good. So this week we got the Ahsoka episode six. We got to talk about it, as well as a little information about Loki premiere. So are you ready to jump into the Ahsoka episode six, Stephen? Oh, I certainly am. Okay, cool. Let's get into it. Let's go. All right. So episode six was titled "Far, Far Away." Okay, so uh, 
yeah, so this is just the brief synopsis of what happened during this episode. So while traveling with the Purgle, with, with the Purgle, in the Purgle, uh, Soka and Hoyang discuss <laughs> Ren's choice in siding with the enemy to find Ezra. Meanwhile, the Eye of Scion arrives on Peridia, the ancient homeworld of Elsbeth's people known as the as the Dathomiri. The Dathomiri. <laughs> Elsbeth, Skull, and Hati, and Ren meet the Great Mothers, a group of knights night sisters allied with Thrawn. As they wait for the Grand Admiral's arrival, Skull uh, re relates to Hati his belief that the fall of Jedi and the rise of the Empire were part of an inevitable cycle, one, one he intends to break. Thrawn arrives with the Star Destroyer and honors Skull's promise by providing Ren with provisions, a howler mount, and the latest intelligence on Bridger's whereabouts. After Ren leaves, Thrawn orders Skull and Hati to follow her at their own pace so they can kill both her and Bridger. Surviving an ambush by bandits, Ren encounters the native Notai? Noti? What the hell were they called? And follows them to their village where she reunites with Bridger while tracking Ren, Skull senses that Skull senses that there is a greater power on Peridia and tells Hati that he intends to find and use it. Anticipating Ahsoka's coming with the Purgle, Thrawn demands all the details of her history with from Elsbeth and orders her to kill any arriving Purgle with prejudice. What he's that's what he said. So yeah, that was uh that was an interesting episode. I actually very much enjoyed the episode. I, I've been enjoying the series quite a bit and I'm I'm glad that there's eight episodes and not six episodes in this, but like I said, I, I'm really enjoying this series. I don't think... I'm trying to compare and contrast it with with um, Andor, but I don't know. It's They're very different series, right? So... Yeah. I, 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 I think tension-wise, like, I think I'd prefer Andor, but this is a close, close second, you know? Like, I really love this series. I, I loved last episode where Christian Haydenson came back and we saw Anakin and slash Darth Vader. And then, of course, this week where Ezra and Ren, uh, Ren, not Ren. Yeah, no, not Ren. <laughs> yes, sorry, are, um, are reunited for the first time in nine years, I believe it is, in, on this, uh, in this timeline. But Stephen, what did you think about this episode? Oh, okay. Um, so I was very excited to finally get Lars Mikkelsen's um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. That was nice. Um, just mm -hmm. as intimidating as I had seen in the recap that you had shown me, I am very excited to see what they do with him moving forward. I, I'm not sure if he would have done this specific thing. I was questioning it when it happened, when he sends off Sabine Wren to go find Ezra Bridger. And he's like, he's probably dead. And she's like, I'm going to find out. He's like, all right, well, I made you, I made you a, a, a promise. You can find him. And then when she leaves, he's like, that's all I promised you. When you guys find each mm -hmm. other, we're going to kill you. And I'm like, why would you waste your time doing that? Why would you just not just walk away? Like you, you don't think they're a threat at all to you. Why would it matter at this point? So when he when he ordered them to go and find them, like just like keep a a, a, a good pace away from them, and then when they find each other, kill them. I was like, I don't know if uh if the Grand Admiral from would actually be that kind of guy. Why would it we waste his time with that? You know, right? Uh, so that didn't make any sense to me. But the episode in general, I really did enjoy um, having it mainly be around Sabine Wren's character. I think that's something that that we as an audience needed up to this point. I mean, we got some of her in episode one and a little bit of her in episode two, three and four mm -hmm. were split between her and Ahsoka. So I really can't, you know, say that it was mainly hers, her story to tell. But this was her story to tell. And. She has some really cool scenes here. I mean, the her de defending herself against those those um those attackers. I don't even know. I forgot what they were called, but those attackers that live on that planet that are just 
they they, they kind of like remind the sand me. people, right? Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Is the sand people? Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, and she held her own, and she's she held her own before before even taking out her lightsaber, and then she takes out her lightsaber and she just annihilates them all, and I was like, bro, that's what I'm looking for, dude. Okay, I I gives you some hope. Yep. After watching this, I don't know if the um those inquisitors like if if is it skull and his uh, apprentice are actually going yep. to be bad in the end yeah okay I, I all right so that that was one of the questions i had for you but so it's it's so weird because the it's not with those two it's not like they're strictly bad even though at the be- the first time we see them they do kill a bunch of people in uh with the rebel fleet or not the rebel fleet but the the yeah, the new command people. So they do kill a bunch of, of innocent people. However, it seems it's like they're on the fence. And I was I was thinking about it a bit more. And I think it would have been pretty easy, I believe, because Ahsoka is already a doubting Sabine, right? She's already doubting Sabine, thinking that she might have uh, like came into her like what's what's the word? She let her dark side win, or she let yeah, her, I mean, feelings in, get the best of her. Yeah, in the so, beginning, she says, "Yeah, it it shows here that she gave it up willingly," and that worries right. me. I was like, "Yeah, of course that would worry you, you know." But right, if think right. about where she's coming from, like, why would she do that? Oh, like, of the, ma- the obvious Wait. reason would be Ezra Bridger. Bridger is because she right. can't physically do it, and Ahsoka's gone, and she wants to find Ezra Bridger. You know, like it's the it's and the most obvious thing, it, but it, she didn't even bring that up. It really was the only choice Sabine had because, like, if she if she breaks it, then the dude kills her. Like she's not she's not winning a duel. Against right, him. she loses. So in that and situation. she she knows that yeah. strategically she knows that she's going to lose. She's going to die if she doesn't. She wants to see Ezra and her. They're the best chance of surviving and also getting what she wants is by actually letting him have the orb. So. Yeah. Realistically, yes. What she did was the only move she could have done that wouldn't have gotten her killed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's I... that's that is that was good. But I think though, the way they left things in that last episode, I think it would have been pretty easy. Not pretty easy, but I think it would have been much easier for him for for um, Skull to kind of introduce her more to the darker side, right? Like instead of locking her in a in a cage, pretty much, right, and locking her up, like she she went willingly, right? So right. she she wants something out of this transaction. She's not going to fuck around and do something for it on you. But so I think it would have been it would have been more interesting of a story. And this may still happen. This this may still happen. Who knows? If she's kind of moving into the dark side, right? She's not. It's not clear. Whether or not she's light or dark, similar to Ahsoka, I would say, but I feel like Ahsoka is a little bit more clear on whether or not she's a dark side or, or or light side person. But I think it would be way cooler if by the time Ahsoka saw Sabine again, she was just a little bit redder in the eyes and a little bit darker skin tone, like similar to like Anakin, but not fully that there yet. Right. Ooh, so okay, it run full circle really, because it'd be her master at right. first, and then hits her, her apprentice. Okay, exactly. I think it would be such, such an interesting storyline if Skull somehow was like, "This is the reason why I decided to not be a Jedi anymore and did this." I like, like put some truth into it. See, show her the side of why because he Skull's not. He's not. He's clearly not that. He's not like extremely bad. He's not Anakin Skywalker bad. He's not Sith bad. He just he wants to. I don't know. I guess he wants to do something. He wants to end the cycle. Uh, he said, "I'm not." Right. It's still not really clear what he wants because it. I can't tell if he wants to restart the Jedi Order, but by a different name and by maybe different teachings. I'm not really sure. And Hati, she has the little braid that Anakin had in the the Clone Wars, uh, like the the. What's it called? Oh, the Padawan braid. Yeah. So it's like he's teaching her to be a Jedi, but not really, right? It's right. It, the situation. It's it's a great. It's great the way they have it so far. But I do think that they had an opportunity. 
with making it so Sabine was a little bit more on the fence whether or not she wanted to trust Soka again the next time mm. they saw each other. Yeah. And maybe she's in the middle. She's like, oh, shit. And Balin Skull's like, come on. Come with me. I'll show you what the truth is. And I'll I'll help you become a Jedi like she can't. Or help you become more powerful than you can imagine, right? Yeah. And Soka's like, no, no, come with me. Don't listen to him, you know? And that's not how she talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, that's just that way I was thinking about it. I think they had an opportunity that they kind of missed unless they start doing it again this episode. But now that she's reunited with, with Ezra, it's probably not going to happen. But what are your thoughts on what I just said? <laughs> yeah. Well, with, with going back to Skull for a second, honestly, in the... um. While he's talking to his apprentice, I keep forgetting her name. What's her name again? Hati. Hati. Thank you. When she's talking to Hati, she asks, do you miss the Jedi Order? And he goes, I miss the thought of order. Yeah, but what they yeah, believed that's... in, right? Um, I believed in the thought of order. But I, but, but what they believed in themselves, that was you know corrupt. That was, that was bad. It was, you, you couldn't work yeah, with it. Yeah, he was it. saying it, it, it was never going to work because it, was never it going just to work. came... Like it's a cycle where the empire rose up, kills the right. Jedi. So it's just it's gonna happen forever. And is he gonna is he gonna create a new kind of Jedi order on this planet far away from the empire? I think he's gonna try to at least. I think it's gonna be a a a, a group mm-hmm. separate from the empire, separate from the from the order, separate from the rebellion, separate from all of this. It's gonna be its mm-hmm. own little mm-hmm. entity that kind of merges into something bigger later on. But yeah. he he doesn't he, he's not on the side of the uh, like restarting the empire again. That's not his goal. He said it himself. That part of history is gone. That the power is no longer there. It's it, it needs to be something else. And I th- right. He's a more interesting character, a more interesting villain than most at this point because. You sort of side with him the entire time, you know. While a lot know, of people could, yeah, could side I don't, with, I don't want him to die. <laughs> no, of course. I really like his. I like his um his motto. I like his, the way he goes about, like carries himself, you know, and his his beliefs. I can I can get on board with that. It's not like a, a typical, uh, bland, um, stereotypical villain wanting the same thing the same thing as every other sith lord out there you know like he's very interesting in in my opinion so something yeah. might happen to one of the the good characters by him and i wouldn't be pissed at him for that because <laughs> i might actually be yeah. like you have a point there i can see why you would do this but yeah with with sabine and um with sabine and ezra bridger's reunion i think that negated any possibility of Sabine ever turning rogue. I think that Ezra Bridger was the light to her I can't say chaos, but it was it was the it was the light he was the light to her um distortion, I guess. You know, it was never okay. too she she there was there was always a part in her mind that wasn't truly clear of what she wanted, but like he helped with that. And for so many years after the Empire fell and, you know, she's alone on the planet, like she was never fully herself, and I think now that she has that person, it was kind of like last week with um, Anakin and Ahsoka, where there was a, there's a part of Anakin in Ahsoka that made her fully who she was, and without Ahsoka, or with Ahsoka, Anakin would not have ever turned to the dark side, because there was a part of him that was making him whole, instead of being pulled to the, to the dark right, side, right. you know, after yeah. she's gone, there's nobody stopping him really from, be, from turning. It was all, it was all a matter of time but with this. Like now that Ezra's back, I can't picture it being like there, there, there was a thought in my mind originally where I thought maybe they trade places. Maybe Ezra will go back to Ahsoka. Sabine will then stick with, um, these guys, not the, not the, um, the Grand Admiral Thrawns and the uh, the Morgan Elsbats of the uh, of the right. world, but she'll probably agree so more with the philosophy of the, of Balin. Yeah, she'll agree mm-hmm. more with them, and she okay. might stay stay behind with them at the end. That's the only thing that makes sense in my mind. By the end of the series, they yeah yeah it could they I don't think For they sure. can finish off this storyline as because we only have two episodes left. 
So how are you gonna tell me <laughs> yeah. you're gonna finish in two episodes trying to take down Thrawn? It's not gonna happen. Like it's gonna be like a mini thing with with Skull and Hati and Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra Bridger, that whole thing. And by the end of it, they might actually make up and you know agree to fight with each other for the for a better cause. Right. You know that whole thing. I would not be opposed to that, nor would I be opposed to them fighting each other to the death and then it not working out at all. Like I think either way is justified at this point. Now you made a a thing you made a uh, a point earlier on regarding um, Andor series. I really like this series so far. I think pacing wise, it's it's pretty decent compared to other uh, Star Wars uh, related uh, projects that have come out in the last couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. even more so than I think even Mandalorian season three. I uh, yeah, I like I this. Agree. I think it's I think it's top two or top three as far as the Star Wars universe uh, TV series uh, seasons go. Uh, I think Andor yeah. still holds top tier for me. I think he's it's still number one for me. It's because Andor showed a different side of the Star Wars universe than anyone else. It didn't re- it didn't need to rely on nostalgia. It didn't need to rely on the Clone Wars or the Skywalker saga or anything like that to make it superior because. Of course, when you have the the cute little fur balls, you know, like the uh, the baby Groots <laughs> of the world. When you have the uh, yeah the uh, the references to Darth Maul and Darth Darth uh, Sidious, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, all the all the different like things. Of course, it's gonna get some hype because you know it's relatable. People love that part of it, the universe. But this was a different side of the Star Wars universe that most people could not have imagined seeing especially not now and it was beautiful i fucking loved it and the way they ended it made me so excited to see season two now this one i think if ended properly in season one i will be so excited to see season two but they gotta stick the landing because one thing that uh, seasons of shorter episodes or less episodes have failed to do like the ones that have like five or six episodes cannot stick the landing at all because it's not enough time but yeah, you have eight not, episodes definitely no definitely not and you now have eight episodes to figure out what you want to be as a series and hopefully make it a continuation into season two to where that's yes, where they, things are gonna get crazy freaking announce a season two because right we just got introduced again to ezra and to and to Thrawn. We can't go another... It can't be two episodes before the thing's done and we don't talk about it again. Like, there's got to be... Even... I even think that there... If there's going to be a movie... Because I know this is my... This is probably leading into a, a movie with all the characters from the Disney Plus shows like Mando, maybe Boba Fett, Ahsoka, maybe even Luke Skywalker. Like, I think that it is leading into a movie. That's what... Um, What's his name said? Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, yep. Dave Filoni said it's all leading up to a movie, uh, possibly a couple of movies, but I would love to see another season, although I'm starting to think they probably won't do it, but I really would love to see. I just I just hope that Ezra doesn't die. Oh, man, imagine if they... Because, all right, there it's possible that the the mothers of Dathomir, they're, all the stormtroopers are dead. It's possible that they're dead and that they're rising them rising them up using magic. Like like they kind of did with that other, the other um, Sith person that Ahsoka killed in the last ep- in episode two or three. Uh, and then they, all the green stuff, the or red stuff came out of them. You remember that? Oh, it was like a robot sort of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but when, he got, when he they, got, when he he got, got killed. killed yeah, he got killed, but there was like remember, remember there was like red dust that like exploded out of him. Yeah, yeah. So it's because he wasn't a real person. He was the the Elsbeth rose him like rose him from the dead, put some like fog in him, and that's how what created this guy. He wasn't an actual person. So she has he the ability magic. to do this. Like she could create a full on army. Well, to yeah, well that's what they did on Dathomir. They could do that. That. They did that to uh, what's his name's brother. What's what's his name? The dude that killed the Qui Gon. Oh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Darth Maul's brother died, and they kind of rose him from the ashes. 
you never watched um, Game of Thrones, right? Uh, just one episode and uh, no, never okay. again, I don't think. Well, they have the, uh, not the Hound. What the hell is the other guy's name? It was the, uh, uh, dude, I'm, the I'm mountain. on a bunch of names. The, the Mountain, uh, yeah, The Mountain, The Mountain, yeah, okay. The Mountain. So The Mountain dies and they kind of raise him from the dead as like a zombie almost. Oh my God. But, so he, but he, he's super strong and he's like a zombie. So, and he can't get hurt. So it's similar situation with, uh, with these people and with the with stormtroopers. So I, I don't think any of them are alive besides maybe Enoch, which is an interesting character because his name is Enoch. And I was, what I, what I was coming back to was that imagine if Ezra is actually dead and, they're kind of using him as like a like a ghost. I don't think that's going to happen. No, that's like a very that's a far-fetched idea. That's pro- definitely not going to happen. But, but like Ezra we'll say Ezra's alive. But with Ezra, I mean like when we saw him, he had personality. He seemed like he was he was he was uh carefree yeah. in a way. It didn't seem yeah, like yeah, yeah. he was like a, like a zombie, well, someone who's just taking zombie. order, robotic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like that. You're right. So it's probably not not possible. But so Ezra, you know what's funny? And I'm not sure if you watched any YouTube breakdown videos about this, but Ezra looks exactly like his dad. The picture that they showed in in um, Rebels when they introduced him, they, they saw his parents, and Ezra looks exactly like his dad in this episode. So with the beard, okay. and everything. So it's. Really cool. Um, he, he, I'm not. Sh- I don't. I'm pretty sure it's not him. But this live action Ezra sounds exactly like Ezra. He sounds exactly like Ezra from the show. And of course, uh, Lars Mikkelsen voices Thrawn in the in the show. So that yeah. makes sense that they casted him. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. It's weird that Thrawn would think he's dead though. Ezra's dead. Um, not sure why. He would think he's dead. But well, I think that it, because he had limited resources while he was on this planet, he didn't want to bother trying to find Ezra. And yeah. after so many years, he just assumes, yeah, he's dead. There's no way he survived, especially with how like, chaotic it is out there. You know, there are a lot of yeah. things that are trying to kill you or trying to harm you <laughs> in some kind of way. So maybe... Uh, he doesn't survive after nine or ten years. He's he's as you just taking a, uh, an educated guess that anybody who's in that situation is is automatically dead, possibly. And you could tell that like Thrawn barely made it with all of his his clone clone troopers. You saw all of them. Oh yeah. Uh, have like their armor was broken. They had to like had the red tape on it, and yeah, like they're they're tattered, man. Like they're ready to go home. Right. And. But it's it's very interesting though because obviously, by the time the events of uh, the Force Awakens comes out, Thrawn is not something that's that's taking place. Like the Thrawn is not something that's happening. He's probably already defeated by this point because then that's when the rise of the First Order happens, right? Right. But there's no mention of Thrawn in that. So I'm guessing by that time, Thrawn's finished. He's yeah, he has to be dead at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's the one that starts the First Order, but maybe with, with Kylo, Kylo Ren. But I don't know, man. It's I hope it's not like a one-and-done situation where like, he gets beat in the last episode of this, this series. This season. That, would that would be suck. the lowest thing they could ever do. I think Yeah, I, I, well. I know that they might be thinking, oh, they might not approve us for a season two. Mitch, they're going to approve you for a season two. We yeah, all know they're going to approve you for sure. a season two. Like, for fuck's sake, this is the, this is a really good series. It's fucking Disney. They're going to make it happen. Dave, it's Dave Filoni. Like, it's going to happen. Like, you cannot be safe. You can't be cautious and be like, just in case they don't give us a season two, we got to end it perfectly in season one. We're going to take out Grand Admiral Throne. No, he has to to be more of a factor here he has to be yeah. you know he has to, he's a force to be reckoned with and once he really gets his army going again you know he's been struggling for the last nine ten years like you said and his, the, the the uh his his crew is is all beaten up and they need to to a breather they need to be able to build up again and i think yep um it'd be more exciting 
to see that that happen, them being built up and him forming an alliance with some people that uh, we wouldn't want them to see an alliance with. But, you know, we know that would be a force to be reckoned with. Like, by the end of season two, that would be when, you know, oh, all shit is is gone and Ahsoka and her crew ally with Luke Skywalker and, you know, the remaining rebels that we know of. And it could be a fucking amazing battle. And a lot of people could yeah. die. Like, I could see Hera dying. I could see Sabine dying in that moment. Um, I could see I could see a few people dying. I mean, Chopper, that that would be that would suck to see him go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I could see him going. Crazy could, bastard. Yeah, I could see a lot of, of people, a main characters dying here. And then it's just a matter of like waiting out the rest of people to die, you know, before the first order really gets going. But I, I think there's too much to give for Thrawn to be done in two episodes, especially because the, like Mm. the next episode, what's that going to be? It's going to be the reunion of Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra. And then a fight potentially between Skull and them and not, and Hattie and them. But that doesn't even feel like a f- fair fight at this point. Like, if Soka's able to find them before... Yeah, they only have one lightsaber because right. Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber. Right, so I'm not even sure how fair of a fight that would be. It'd be maybe a pr- pretty cool fight, but... Uh, then episode 9 would probably be um, the starting of Grand Admiral Thrawn building his army again, building his empire, and then... Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody important dies there. Maybe the robot on the ship with Ahsoka. Maybe he gets. <laughs> maybe he perishes somehow. Oh, Hoyang, no. Ahoyang. Go kill maybe Hoyang. He... I would care so much more about Hoyang than I would about Chopper. Chopper's <laughs> a little psychopath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hoyang's actually someone I can we can relate to as is <laughs> not a psychopath. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I I get that. It's just who would but you like? How he said. In a galaxy far, far away. You remember like that? I heard like, that. <laughs> that was uh-huh. cool. That was the first time that this is like, like, yeah, that was the first time it's ever been said in actual live action. Yeah, I Star caught Wars. that. I was like, I was like, I don't remember ever hearing this. Yeah, it was nice. And it felt so casual because like, of course, we'd always been seeing it on the screen. When he said, I was like, huh, yep. it's a nice little reference. And I looked at it later. I was like, wait a minute. Have we ever heard yep. that before? I don't think we have, which is pretty cool. Yeah. No. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that if you were to kill somebody like Hoi would be a nice bet just because to end the season yeah. off with high stakes and like a, um, like something sad that makes the audience think more about, like not just be like a casual, Oh, we won on to the next season. No, like there needs to be some kind of loss. I think that, sh- that proves that these guys that were just brought back Grand Admiral Thrawn and Morgan Elsbeth they're not to be fucked with, you know, they, they are serious about this. And before the first order arrives, they're going to raise some hell. So it, it needs to help the audience get into that mindset because I think some people will be expecting them to end it really quickly and they're going to be expecting it. Oh, well, who cares what happens to them? We know what happens because the first order comes pretty soon after this. And, uh, um, we see Kylo Ren and all these other guys coming through like they're, we, we, we know the story. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna, not gonna matter. But I think this telling it this way will make it matter more because there's more more at stake. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for the next ep- couple episodes. Really, I'm just I have so many questions. Like, like all right, so I got questions. Like, why? What? Like, what happened after they crashed? They crashed on this planet, right? Like, why did Ezra and and uh thrawn not like maybe work together to get back instead they separated but well actually i think that was the whole point i think the point was like i said ezra was trying to get thrown out of that galaxy so that they wouldn't the galaxy wouldn't be doomed so right. he didn't want to come back his his intention was never to come back so um <laughs> that's why and then he's like he's like we did win didn't we <laughs> <laughs> it worked, right? <laughs> it worked. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, it was a it's a good series, and I I'm looking forward to Ezra and Sabine's, um, going back and forth with each other, and of course now that Thrawn's introduced, he's a he's a real menacing like bad guy, like he's different than we've ever seen before. He doesn't he doesn't like like shoot and then ask questions later. Later he 
he asks all the questions first and then decides what he wants to do from there. So he gets all his facts in straight. That's why he asked for all of Ahsoka's information. Right. Um, but yeah, so this series is this is awesome. I hope it gets a little more complicated with but with Balin Skull and Hati and and Ezra and Sabine. I hope it's not like straightforward. Like, oh, let's fight, let's fight to the death. No, that would be more yeah, too like, basic. Yeah. Like, join me. I'll help you. Come on. Right. I, I would. I'm getting bored with that, but it's just like, oh, we were ordered to take you down. Uh, let's fight. No, there's more to say. There's more to be said. There's more to be said. Let's fight with. Let's fight with our fists like men. Throw down the lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so or before we had seen Ezra Bridger, when when I saw Enoch, the guy with the the gold, I thought that would be Ezra. I thought that what was gonna happen was we were gonna see um Sabine going through the wastelands and she was not gonna be able to find him. And then in the last scene of um of this episode, I thought we were gonna see um Morgan Elsbeth and Grand Admiral Thrawn talking and then all of a sudden Enoch walks through and then Grand Admiral Thrawn would be like, That was a good disguise you decided to play. Why didn't <laughs> you uh take off your helmet? And then he'd take it off and it'd be Ezra Bridger. It'd be Ezra. And he'd yeah, be like, I was thinking because the same thing. we are no longer friends or something like that. And I was like, Oh but <laughs> because she took my last <laughs> turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that <God>. beach <laughs> It took um, 10 no, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was like, imagine if Enoch is actually Ezra. That'd be very, a very cool turn of events, and him maybe being brainwashed or maybe just turned to the side of uh, of Thrawn. But it turns out he's not, which I like even better. But I still yeah. think it'd be interesting next episode if if Ezra and Sabine are kind of at odds with each other and like how to do things and how to do things right. Like for example, like I said, like oh let's 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 be a little bit more gray and not light you know or maybe right. not completely dark but yeah I, I like this series um you have any other thoughts uh no i think that wraps it up for this episode all right well uh so we also have one last thing we have we had the announcement this week that loki season two will be premiering a day earlier it was supposed to premiere on friday um the two fridays from now uh but it's now going to premiere on thursday October 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they decided that the Ahsoka route went very well. So they're deciding to now do a, an event re- release just like Ahsoka. So yeah, every every Thursday at 9 p.m. we'll be getting an episode of, of Loki. And yeah, so what's even cooler though is that we don't have, we pretty much have no break. We have one day break between when Ahsoka ends and when Loki starts because Ahsoka ends on the 3rd of October at 9 p.m. And then we get Loki on the 5th of October at 9 p.m. So we have a, a <laughs> yes. one or technically two days between um, one ending and the other one starting, which is perfect. That's the way I like my TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't like too much of a gap between them. Um, so that's that's good news. So that's, that's real good news. And... Um, I'm looking forward to, of course, like Loki season two is probably Loki season one was my, my probably my favorite of the Disney plus series that have come out in the past couple of years. So I'm looking forward to season two, getting some, mm. some Loki again and some Sylvia and some TVA and some, some, wow. <laughs> wow. Is that my jet ski? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to season two of Loki. How about you? Looking forward to it? Oh, for sure. Also, um, so you said 9 p.m. for Loki, but I've been seeing different uh, like places saying it's going to be 6 p.m., not 9 p.m. for the release of Loki. Pacific time. Ah, damn you, Pacific so time. You'll see. Yeah, it got me a little bit too. So it's 6 p.m. PT, so okay. that's Pacific time, and which, of course, means 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Those mutter truckers. Yeah. Mother it's interesting trash. that they're making us they make us wait now until 9 p.m. to watch these. I, I guess maybe that's just one thing to do at nighttime instead of being forced to like yeah. it, it, people like you would watch it probably like as soon as it comes out at like two or three in the yeah. morning. But um, eh, no, not that early. No, <laughs> I wouldn't wake up that. Early. No, dude. I mean, no. that that's that's what it used to come in at because it used to all the Disney Plus series on Marvel used to come out at 12 p.m. or sorry, 12 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. 
And so that was 3 p.m., 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. So people would get up and watch it at 3 a.m. And I was like, no, I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to watch it. I can understand people who would stay up till 12 a.m. on the on the West Coast to watch it because obviously, like, it's their job. 12 a.m. is not that late to watch a 30-minute, 40-minute episode. But 3 a.m., that's I'm right in the middle of my REM cycle there. Like, I'm not I'm not getting up for that. No, hell no. This makes I don't sense. Care what the hell show it is? Yeah. I mean, I always I was thinking about it when Wandavision came out. I was thinking about like, oh, maybe I'll get up at three a.m. Nah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just as good at nine a.m. than it would be at three a.m. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, I mean, even though it's like it's, I, I feel like it's late for me to stay up just to watch that at nine p.m. I think it's still something to anticipate throughout the day. Um, so I, uh, mm-hmm, right. I'm looking forward to, to, uh, season two. I mean, I, th- I, I was, uh, doing some rethinking of my, my tiers of my, my, my ratings of each like TV series of Marvel that came out in 2021. Okay. And honestly, after like rethinking some things, I got to put Loki at number one, honestly, like mm. I, for a little while I had, I had Hawkeye at number one, Loki at number two, WandaVision three. And then, you know, it varied from there. But after like looking things over Loki, I, th- I think Loki season one just had more to offer overall than any of the other shows. I mean, I know that WandaVision was more, more of a mystery than anything else. And, there were some cool scenes here and there, but I think the landing just didn't stick that well. Whereas Loki, yeah. it ended on a huge cliffhanger, and it was fucking awesome because it was introduction of, yeah. um, like I know it wasn't, it was it was he who remains, but it was a variant of Kang the Conqueror. So we were introduced to a variant right. of the Kang the Conqueror. We were introduced to Sylvie. We were introduced to um, the TVA, where there was so much introduction, so much to look forward to, so much to build off of with Loki season one. And so Loki season two, I'm ecstatic for, I really am. And yeah, I, uh, I think I, this, this is probably the most hyped, I guess I hyped the most look forward to, no, what's the right word? The most, uh, anticipated, um, anticipated uh, Marvel yeah. project for me this year. I know I said that about a guardians yeah. of the galaxy three, uh, and guardians of the galaxy three was, uh, was a huge hit for me. Um, but this, as far as all the projects go, this is the the Marvel project that was the most anticipated for me. It's not going to be the Marvels, not going to be anything else. It was this, it was this and yeah, absolutely. coming, coming to us sooner. I mean, that's the sooner, the better. I guess perfect Thursday night. Um, I'm down. I'm so down for that. Yeah. I do wish it came out at 6 PM our time because that would be, that would be cool to watch it while eating dinner or something. So that's probably why they do it on the West Coast at that time. People eating dinner while watching Loki or Ahsoka. But I, mm. I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it that much at 9 p.m. I do wish it was maybe more like 8 p.m. But I'm just an old man, man. I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I just need my sleep. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for the series, and we'll talk about that obviously when that comes out for sure. Steven, did we have any other geek topics we want to talk about this week? I mean, I saw um, Daniel Radcliffe recently did a uh, an interview oh. about mm-hmm. um, his potential of playing Wolverine, and he said, "I'm never gonna rule out the possibility of playing Wolverine." And he looked at the camera, like, <laughs> and it smirked, and <laughs> I was like, "You troll! What the hell? Yeah. Come on, just well, like, confirm it." Did we talk about this last week? We talked about, about week like there being a picture, but he never. We, we never got like that take yeah. on him, but I was looking at that. I was like, come on, just confirm or deny it, please. He's like, I would never going to, right. I would never let it, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. All right. Well, he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be playing a variant of Wolverine in the Deadpool three movie. So, mm. yep. Yep. So that'll, that'll be fucking awesome. I can't wait to see that, but I really hope they stay. If they're going to like do the fan castings for people, at least one of them got to stick, right? Like stick with one of them, because like look, freaking yeah. What's his name? What's his name? What, what the uh, John Hugh Krasinski? Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's oh. not going to be the Wolverine in this universe. I no, for sure. Guarantees yeah. not. He's fifty something years old. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna want to sign an actor that can go for twenty years and do movies with with Marvel for ten or at least fifteen years. 
and he's not going to be able to hold up and do that. He he doesn't like he never he didn't like the diet and that he was doing with Wolverine, and he didn't want to work out all the time. So he decided oh, to, yeah. to hang up the claws, and yeah, and now he's bringing it back up just because Ryan Reynolds pretty much begged them to. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm I think forward to that movie. Yeah, me too. And like he's he's not just bringing back Wolverine; he's bringing back a, back a lot of uh, fan fra- favorites as far as like casting choices in the in uh, Marvel projects, like yeah. in X Men mm-hmm. and um, Logan was the best way to send off Logan. <laughs> best way to send off Wolverine yeah. with Hugh Jackman as at the helm. Um, I don't want to see another. I I I love Hugh Jackman. I don't want to see him in another movie after Deadpool three. I think leave it as it is. You know, do your jokes and um, have fun because this will be the first time you get to see actual Deadpool with actual uh, Wolverine before everything changes again. Which yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm okay with a little bit of change. I don't. I I'm excited for who they cast in the X Men roles. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Who they 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 fully cast in Fantastic Four, and mm-hmm. all of that. I really am. I think it's gonna be nice to see them coming back for one film. But honestly, it's it's gonna be too much. Like we, they had their 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 films. They had their time to shine, and some of them they didn't get their full time to shine. So this would be a nice moment for them to you know be avenged. But it's <laughs> yeah. it's a different universe no now. I know, no pun intended. I almost said that, but, um, but it's it's a different uh, time now. L- relinquish the reins to somebody else to take over that character for the next 15, 20 years, like you say. Yeah. Exactly. While we go through the full, I'm, I'm not even sure how long the MCU is going to be going for. I mean, it's already gone for was it fourteen years now? Fifteen years? Fifteen years? Was it twenty twenty three? Two thousand eight was when it uh, started. Fifteen years. Two thousand eight was. Yeah, 15, 15 years. years. Holy shit, yeah. So it's been going on for 15 years now. Like, I can foresee it going on for another 15 years if they get their act together and they, you know, actually, you know, pay their writers and their, you know, their actors by that point. If not, then they're kind of screwed. But um, <laughs> I get, I can foresee it going on for 15 more years. There's a lot of stories that have yet to be told. Some of them pretty dark. And that would be a nice um, little change for Marvel to – Touch upon some of those darker Marvel stories out there. Um, I, it doesn't I always agree. have to be lighthearted. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of ca- fan castings that we've done over the years. You know, John Krasinski being Mr. Fantastic as one of them. And we got him. They finally gave it to us. That was something that was, like, long overdue. They just wanted to pay it up to us. There have been some like, recent fan castings, you know, whether it be the Daniel Radcliffe thing or otherwise, um, that could potentially see the light of day and, you know, be something big in the MCU. It'd be great because I think that the fans know, know, know best who needs to be in these roles, you know. And, you know, Marvel right. can only only has so many uh, actors to choose from now because everyone's always – it keeps being added into the fray uh, as different characters. But um, – the, the audience knows best as who to cast, especially the, like the, like a, if you ask the comic book um, geeks who they who should they should cast for certain characters, they'll give you some straight answers, some really good answers, and it's all a matter of of Hollywood, of Disney, of all these these douchebag producers to take action on it because it could work. It really could work. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure it can. Uh, I I, mean, I would like Daniel Radcliffe as uh, Wolverine. That'd be That'd be amazing. <laughs> I I think oh, that would be awesome man. too. Oh right, did you got anything else? Nope, that was it for me today. All right, well you know what I'm gonna ask you. Where can those good people find us? All right, good people, you know where you can find us. You can find us on two platforms here. You can find us on. Apple Podcast, as well as Spotify. Those are where we post all of our episodes of these podcasts every single time we do one. You can also find us on TikTok. We have a Flavor of the Geek TikTok account where we advertise 
sometimes, you know, whenever we're <laughs> feeling up to it, we, t- we advertise our channel there. It's, it's goofy. It's fun, you know, get to know us a little more and like what our hobbies are whenever we do that. Anyway, the next thing that you have on the list, we have a uh, Flavor of the Geek Instagram account where we occasionally post updates regarding geek-related content. It's pretty fun. We have some nice pictures to go along with it whenever we do add an update. It's great. Uh, we also have a Flavor of the Geek pod at gmail.com email address that you can email us at any time that your heart truly desires to, uh, you know, <laughs> send some fan mail our way or uh, t- like bring up things you wish we had discussed or things we did discuss things that like thoughts you had regarding those those things we discussed like that kind of thing um that's what uh our email is for we don't want any spam regarding you suck because we've gotten enough of that and you know it's hurtful it really is guys it makes me cry i don't want to i don't want to cry again it sucks Shut up. <laughs> but anyway that's where you can find us good people Back All to right. you, Matthew. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, my name is Matthew. My name is Steven. And, and we, we love, love you, 3000.